It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Uh, hoy hoy, Disney fans, entertainment fans, and everyone in between, welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deeper into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and whatever else we feel like discussing. <laughs> I feel, already Scott has me laughing, ladies and gentlemen. And I haven't said a word. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and silliness. I am Greg the Fanatic. And let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio my cohort of the live podcast show from the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, the Main Street Avenger himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Scott Atwood. Scott, how are you doing today, my friend? I am much better this week than last, my friend. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, let's get into that. So um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm deciding on how, how, where to go with this. So you did uh, Spooky Empire. Correct. And then walked away with convention sickness. I did. Um, Michelle actually walked away Sunday. And then I started to feel bad Tuesday, and then I had full-blown COVID on Wednesday, along with Michelle, who had full-blown COVID as of Monday. Convid, as the, as the kids would say. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, I mean, look, I, there's a million people. Okay, there's 40, 50, 60,000 people who go through the convention center, mm -hmm. or the expo center, or what was it, the uh, Hyatt Regency, yeah, the Hyatt Regency Orlando? Um, meeting space, I don't know what. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's an expo hall, which yeah. a lot of people. So that's bound to happen. Exactly. I mean, we're all listen. We're all vaxxed, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Correct. But at the end of the day, it's still COVID. It sucked. It's, I mean, oh yeah, you guys were out, like wiped out. So I did not see you last week. No, that was the longest we haven't seen each other. In I know. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a bit. It was. You a helped bit. me load out on Sunday, cause Michelle, because yes. Holly brought Michelle home, because Michelle really was getting sick quick. Yeah. So me, you, and Andrew loaded out uh, Spooky Empire. And we did it in record time. We broke that booth down, had it loaded on the truck route. Ooh, we were out of there. It was, it was quite impressive how quick we were in and out of there. Uh, nice booth setup. Uh, so let's, let's talk Spooky Empire for yes. a second. So, uh, and let's talk Lost Princess Apparel for a second. Okay, we can All of a sudden, we're doing advertisements for you. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Scott for Lost Princess Apparel. So anyway... You and Michelle started a company, Lost Princess Apparel, how long ago? It was, um, gosh, we started it on our own in 2020, but the company was there. We were selling for other companies uh, from right. like 2018 on. So 2020, you guys came up with the first design and you were doing masks. Mm -hmm. Masks and leggings of our own, um, our own styles, our own design, right. everything. Um, just because we got tired of making money for other people and we were getting a very small percentage of it. And I told her, I said, why are we doing this and helping other people get rich? And we're not at some point we'll do a podcast on how to start your own yeah. business. We're still not rich. That's no, no, no. Far from the, there's, there's no rich in this equation. I have totes and totes of leggings that have been, now if we sold all those. The, the, ladies and gentlemen, I'm literally sitting by five, six major boxes of leggings right now. Christmas leggings, by the way. The Christmas. Which, by the way, advertisement, if you would like to order your Christmas leggings, go to lostprincessapparel.com and you can get in your Christmas order right now. Yes. You're going to want to do it quick. There's not a lot of them left, so they're going to go fast. 
so anyway, Lost Princess Apparel is what you guys go to conventions or expos Correct. with. And so Spooky Empire, you guys went, set up a 10 by 10 booth. Yeah. And then you did the people who go to the conventions just come around. And they're like, I want to buy your stuff. They do. We, um, we started years ago with people. We, we used to go to these conventions all the time, cover them for me. We were one of the only teams that are the only sites that Spooky Empire would work with actually, right. for a long time. So eventually, got to the point we know them really well. We started the clothing company. They're like, hey, do you guys want to do a booth? See how it would do. And we're like, yeah, why not? Let's see, Let's see what it could do. We, we did a booth. It did really well. Um, we built our base customers from Spooky Empire. And now if we miss a show, we get asked, where were we? Why weren't we there? People were looking. Right. Okay. And to give people a little behind the scenes, uh, normally your first day there, you want to make enough money back to pay for the booth yep. and to pay for basically if you have hotel expenses, travel expenses, trailer expenses, park, parking there was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah, the first day you kind of want to get your booth fee back in any, like we had to pay for Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi in that room. And if you run a business, you can't run credit cards without Wi-Fi. Right. So we had to pay for the Wi-Fi for the weekend. So you have the, all those little expenses. So your first day, you're hopeful to pay off those. So Spooky Empire, for those who do not know, is the horror convention. It's right around Halloween. Um, it's, it's horror. It's like uh, Freddy it's Jason, it's Saw, it's that stuff. But at the same time, it's also like Halloween stuff and fall stuff. Like, I'm not saying if you love pumpkins and gourds, <laughs> you're going to love Spooky Empire, but I, that that's all there. And then you start seeing a lot of the same booths, the same people. Uh, we watched a whole lot of people who were like, oh my God, hey girl, what's up? Like, there was a lot of people who knew each other already. Yeah. And you guys are known throughout the convention space. And now you're putting on your own. Right. Which we will talk about at the end of the show because we have, ladies and gentlemen, a special announcement. <gasps> what is it? Oh, wait. Never mind. I, I don't ask me what it is. You're the one in charge of this. We'll have a special House of Mouse Expo. I'm in charge? Uh, somebody oh, is. Wait, certainly. So while you guys were sick, um, there was no episode last week. So we apologize to Sorry. everybody out there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking with us. We did have to take a week off. We'll probably take Christmas week off too, like somewhere around there, like for the new year. Um, we got a whole lot of stuff on the docket to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk to Michelle from the Main Street Mouse in a few minutes. She's going to bring in all the Disney news. She is fantastic. I've been wanting to meet her. And maybe she'll tell us about the Battleship tattoo. Oh, she could tell us about the Battleship she tattoo. She did get a tattoo. She did because Spooky Empire does have a whole tattoo room, which... I would say has probably about half the same amount of boosts that they do in the vendor area. They have about that many boosts. There was about a hundred artists. Artists? Yeah. It was crazy how many tattoos are getting done yeah. there all weekend long. They, and I, I, I regret Holly and I regretted not getting a tattoo. And then I was like, I, I you know what it is? You know what my problem is, Scott? When everybody else jumps it off the bridge, I have to be the guy who's like, I'm not jumping off the bridge because I'm special. But then you regret it. Two weeks later. And then two weeks later, I'm like, I should have jumped off the bridge. So well, their next show is in March. Yeah. It's March, it's March, April. April. Are we going to have a Disney tattoo artist at House of Mouse Expo? I would like. I that would be what, awesome. I don't know what's required to do that. So their next show is May 17th and 19th through the 19th. Oh, so May is the next Spooky Empire. Twice a year happens yeah, down do here. they the spring one and then they do their fall one. I don't know how all of a sudden this became a Spooky Empire advertisement. They owe us some money. 
<laughs> this is but going out to tens and tens of tens people. and tens of people, and Chuck is one of them. And he's probably laughing. I just I name. don't know. I was like, I, who can I say? Claire, Chuck. Well, let's just say Karen. Hey, how you doing? Well, well, Chuck has a speedy recovery. Uh, yes. By the way, Chuck, uh, we do wish you well. Uh, Chuck had to um, had to have. Uh, I do believe. Gilly the gallbladder or Jerry the gallbladder. I don't know. He named it and sent me a message. He was like, should I keep it? I was like, put it in a glass jar. Put it in the fridge. Yeah. Just like get a mason jar, put some formaldehyde in there and just walk around and be like, this was part of me. This was part of me. I'm I'm not letting it go. Oh, so anyway, man, it is really nice to have you back. Um, last week I did an episode that'll come out in the future. Um, I interviewed Kevin, the bear, (laughs) It, the, I heard it. it sorry, Kevin, the bear from Disney's Magic Kingdom stopped by the studio and I interviewed him. At some point in the future, it'll be released. I don't know when. Um, and I don't know. I, okay, so I'm trying to figure out what our audience is. Like, I don't want to offend anybody. Well, that's but, the thing is we have to make sure we have a, a solid rock base <laughs> that understands its comedy behind it. And it's not to be offensive in any way. It's meant to make you laugh and smile a little bit. And not take it to like, oh, these guys are just... We need a Patreon. Or a patron? Patreon. 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 Whatever it is. Peloton. That's what we need. Oh, wait. That's the bike. Never mind. We need a Peloton. We both need a Peloton. We need a Peloton. <laughs> you know what? That'd be a great show. Us on Peloton. We'd be on right six minutes <laughs> into the show. Just, just us raising on a Peloton. <laughs> okay. Then I'll say, okay. Thanks well, for you guys were just biking on solid land. Like, no hills. No nothing. Yeah, man. I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm downhill. <laughs> And I biking to me is like running Disney. It's yeah. it's I, I I'm running to a buffet or from a bear. Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. So um, <laughs> so anyway, I did an interview with Kevin the Bear, which is a special episode that'll come out because I needed Scott. You weren't there. I needed somebody to talk to. It was so nice of Kevin to fill in when I couldn't be there. Uh, yeah, he apparently you were eaten by him. I heard that, <laughs> and I was shocked because as I was listening, or listening to him, I'm like, might the never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so anyway, uh, all right, Scott, let's get right into this. We're going to start talking about, so uh, we have news of the dead coming up, our wildly popular WTF Disney segment, and today we give our advice by telling everyone the worst, uh, no, today we're not doing that. I forgot to update my list, and I'm going to leave this in here because there is no such thing as editing. Uh, we actually uh, are going to talk Christmas a whole lot today, so uh, bear with us, everybody. Michelle will be right back. We did will be right bear? back. I may have said bear. What did I say? Bear with us. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. 
You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies joining us as always, the queen of the, the tournament, tournament, the princess. The princess. Of the Disney Universe, the, Disney the reporter extraordinary, Fox Theater 5, the voice of Disney Radio of Disney on Radio WDBO. WDBO. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, boys and girls, children of all ages. Michelle, show us the battleship tattoo. The what? You're the one who got the tattoo. Show us the battleship. What battleship? Your battleship tattoo that he said you got at Spooky Empire. I didn't get a battleship. What are you talking about? Am I am I missing a joke? I, yes. I, I thought you show us the teardrop, Michelle. Show us the <laughs> my prison Michelle tattoo. Has a prison tattoo that nobody yeah. knows about. Actually, no, that's not true. I'm a good girl. I got a really pretty cross on the back behind it, my it ear. It looks amazing. I, I was I could not believe you sat there for about 45 minutes to an hour getting that done, and it it was <laughs> right in that back part, where like pressure point on your skull. Like, I was I was I was, I was like, man, she manned up. You know what? I, I'm getting tougher. I like years ago, I probably would have sat and cried. And when I was, she probably would have got like three little lines done. I'd be like, I'm out. I'm not doing it. That years ago, I would have never done it. So. You are back from uh, the COVID land and um, back from the brink of death. Uh, how are you? I'm actually still very, very tired, but I'm kind of sad that we missed out last week. I really enjoy doing this silly show and it's much better than being stuck in bed, not being able to move. I mean, I'm still tired, but I'm getting silly over it. Show. Silly show, Scott. This is serious. This is like serious. At one point, <laughs> did we become a silly show? I, don't know. I, I find you boys very silly. I, I don't know if saying. I'm offended or... Just, just accept right. it. Silly show. So anyway, Michelle... <laughs> Disney news this week. Before I get into my WTF Disney, because I got a lot this week. Let's talk positive. Let's or, uh, let's not. Let's talk. Look, everybody in this room just lost it because I was like, let's talk positive. No, no, no. Let's talk Disney. Let's talk Disney news. You being the uh, Michelle girl boss Atwood. Uh, oh my goodness. Disney media. Okay, great. You do it. What's going on this week? I don't know. I've been sick. Son of a gun. <laughs> you told him to stop on your induction, but your man's are cool. You didn't say the whole thing. Yeah. So let's have to do it. We have to pay her a lot of money to oh be on gosh. here. It costs more than what she's 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 the draw. I've got Christmas presents to buy, yeah. so I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. Oh, because... Because Christmas is in full swing at Walt Disney It is. World. And it, it looks... So... So I got over there on every single day. I feel like I haven't yes. left Disney World right now. Like, <laughs> my legs are tired. Um, um, the Christmas tree is up. Christmas. Magic Kingdom's fully yes. decorated. Animal Kingdom's fully yes. decorated. Hollywood Studios is a quarter, three, let's say half decorated. Doing the tree today, yeah, aren't they? Overnight tonight will be the tree. Yes. So by the time people wake up tomorrow, if you're listening to this, head to Hollywood Studios. You will see all the decorations. Uh, frozen, not frozen. What is that? Toy Story Land. <laughs> It's frozen. It's, it's frozen. cold over there. Um, that's all um, decorated. Okay. We know the gingerbread house. Is, oh, speaking of that, tomorrow morning, the gingerbread house in Grand Floridian is going to open up. So we have that to look forward to. Disney Springs starts selling snacks. Um, yeah. Oh, snacks. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead to Disney now and get in line. 
Oh, yeah. The snacks is like one of the best things minus the decoration and all. But I'm like, so, okay, so let's, there's a lot that I've missed out on. And I have to give props where props are due. Why I've been out of commission. You've been super helpful with the content with Christmas and you've done a wonderful job. And I thank you very much for having my back Uh, in the past uh, week. Hey, if you can give me all kinds of accolades that, you know. Which, oh, by I the way, I'm going to throw it back at you now. Since you just Uh-oh. complimented me, I'm going to compliment you. By the way, thank you for linking the Fanatics blog and to everything that we've done. And especially what you put out because um, your Christmas, um, the images that you put up, like 5K people are like thumbs upping it. And then the next day is like 4K people. I'm like, I get three people who are like, I like you. <laughs> And I was like, I am so grateful for those three people. But anyway, those three people are people who followed you. And because you put it up on your site, they came over and gave us a thumbs up. And stuff like, so because of you and your audience, uh, my audience, and I appreciate that. Well, it's a, I believe in giving credit where credit is due. And I appreciate everything you do to help me. So thank you. Take a little credit and say, damn, those pictures look good. They were great pictures. And Holly you know what the bad thing is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give Holly props for a whole lot of stuff, but this one's on me. You are an on-the-scene reporter. And I will tell you, so when you sent me the pictures of Magic Kingdom, because I love Christmas, as we've talked about, um, I looked at your pictures and I was happy, but I also wanted to cry because, you know, I'm always out there when it comes to like decorations and stuff. And when you, you know, COVID hit me pretty hard and I literally was in bed for a week and I was looking at the pictures wanting to cry because I'm like, I'm missing out. Maybe tomorrow we can go. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we stop. So I will admit when you come out from underneath the uh, train tracks, the tree was mm-hmm. there i just yeah. the tears welled up like and it, it's the best. So, there's something about disney at christmas time like take all the other stuff that you hear about all year all the politics all the discussion of all this stuff and then the prices, yeah, the prices going up it's all these negative things and then you walk in there that first day where the decorations yes. are up and the candles are up in the wreaths and the bunting and the swags everywhere and then the tree is right there and you're just like and then in the distance is cinderella castle i got a little misty eye i was just like oh that's nice i know yes so decorations are up over there Right. And um, speaking of Christmas, the uh, first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is on Thursday. Yes, yes. we'll be reporting yes. on that. You will be. I will. I mean, even though I'm not 100%, I am going to do my very best to get coverage exactly. for that. Exactly. I'm not contagious. Please, before I say that, I am <laughs> not contagious anymore. Give Michelle a giant hug. I know. And squeeze I know. Her no, I'm not yeah, contagious Michelle, anymore. Like somebody will give her again. <laughs> my resistance is down, so please don't get too. Michelle's just going to be like. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why that was your voice. I was, I was like, I didn't show uh, it uh, voice. I'm like, ah, these kids uh, and they're coughing on me. Uh, <laughs> All right, stop. And so, yeah, that. And then the very first Jollywood Nights is this Saturday, which is super very exciting good. because, you know, it's obviously the first ever of this party. And I guess we'll see how that goes. I mean, it looks like it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. Like, uh, I'm not going to be there first night. Mickey's very, but I will be there probably Monday or Tuesday the following week to cover it. Um, 
Jollywood Nights, though, will all be there on the first night. That's I am exciting. really looking forward to that. Like, I'm looking forward to the Muppets being there, that new Christmas show that's mm-hmm. going to have three in the center. Uh, the Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. sing along. Yes, the Frozen sing along is getting replaced with Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm excited to see that. that. Looks fun. Yeah. And then, uh, you know what I'm really looking forward yeah. to? This is odd. So, Disney so, said to make sure you said- dress up. Dress accordingly, like they wanted to be a little bit more Christmassy, yeah, like high, a little stylish. They they're looking for. Yeah, old um, fashioned. But I'm Christmas. looking forward to the two parties: one in the um and Tower Terrors gift, you know, gift shop gift courtyard, mm-hmm. and then yes. the other one in Brown Derby. I'm looking forward to just oh, hanging out at like a speakeasy and at a table yeah. and have, like, in Disney World, like at a Jollywood <laughs> Nights thing, and they're serving you and like bringing you drinks and food and. So the first thing I'm doing is going to hit that join walk up so we can all get a table and hang out in there for a little bit. If this party comes to this is going to be. So does this remind you um, of Disneyland? How they were doing the special Star Wars night, Rad night, stuff like that. Does this, is this the start of something? And Michelle, you would probably have a better idea than I would. Is this the start of this these parties going parties to happen throughout happen. the year? And Hollywood Studios is now the place to do it because they have room and time. I, you know, I th- honestly think that Dollywood Nights is going to be a good test run to see how people um, respond to it. If it's some one of those things that, you know, uh, being that it's brand new, they're kind of taking a risk as far as, you know, people are going to love it like they do the other holiday, you know, offerings, are they going to like it better? Is it something that's going to get like a really good feedback to where they could do more events after hours events? Cause we all know Disney likes to do separate ticket events. They sell a whole lot more cupcakes. Speaking of um, cupcakes and stuff, the Disney world uh, holiday foodie guide came out. Um, There's a whole lot of sweets and treats and the normal stuff on there, but did you see the popcorn buckets and sippers? I did. And stuff? Does I did. intrigue you? Um well, um, well, it does. But as far as those type of souvenirs, I'm kind of getting, I don't want to say burnt out. It's the fact I don't have enough room. <laughs> you know, you can, you can, you can only buy so many popcorn buckets and sippers to I'm wear your a giant lady. wall of Funko Pops. Those <laughs> whole, sippers are pop. <laughs> there's a whole lot of room. I need more. No, I was running out of room for my hot, like my holiday yeah. buckets. Or I would buy the the um, Halloween ones, but uh, you know, I I really here's my problem. You want one of many, but here's a, here's a problem. So okay, so the holiday foodie guide, like if you go through and it is long. I so mean, much. when I put that information out, it was like. Scroll way down the page and you're still scrolling as far as all the different resorts, the springs, you know, the different areas in the parks. My problem is, is there's so many good things on there. It's too much. And then I end up not having any of it because I don't know where to start. Yeah. And that's a, that's a real problem. Yes. Cause I've like, I looked at Jollywood nights. I looked at Mickey's very Mary and I was like, okay, I now have to whittle through this to really sit down and go. Oh, I need this. Oh, I, I really, I think I people really, would I, like to see us try this. And what we're doing now yeah. is we're trying to report we're back to keep everybody who's listening. We're trying to report back trying, to you and go, this is what we tried. What, we think you would like this, try this, or we didn't enjoy it, but try it anyway. And we try to be that funnel 
uh, for people to funnel it through. Maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to do some Christmas foodie reviews this year. I won in Pamplin. Oh my gosh. We now have a new weekly thing we can do where we're foodie oh. reviews. Oh, speaking of food, I'm going to yes. sidebar it again. Yes. You know, I always go off on tangents. So, um, when uh, they announced Jollywood Nights and Christmas in July, um, they had the, those meat and potato cupcakes. Did I tell you about no. that? No. Okay, so it's like a pot roast dinner in a cupcake. Oh. Like so I, I, well, okay, well, it looks like a cupcake. All right, so when the frosting is mashed potatoes. Oh, yes. I did not see. I have to now look back through okay. that. Okay, and it was for Jollywood Nights. Now, maybe they scrapped it by July, but that was one of the offerings that they wanted us to I test and try out. It was delicious. So the the outside of the 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 what would be the cake was cornbread, and then the inside was like roast beef and mashed potatoes, like mixed together, and then it was whipped mashed potatoes for the like frosting with so a little gravy. It was, that tastes so good, like. It was really delicious. I was a little scared of it at first, but I love those, like, especially for the holidays, like turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and all yeah. that, you know? And it was kind of like having that little kind of dinner and a cupcake. What but a not, great you know. idea. So, yeah, I, you so, know what? Yeah. We should sit there at Jollywood Nights and when we get to the table. Get a couple of yes. things. Two yes. drinks. Two drinks. Well, I'm down for that. We'll see where the video takes where us at that point. I think that's I a think great let's idea, just go actually. have fun. Like, it's going to be a fun night. Exactly. Um um uh, uh the, the uh, yeah. media thing for it yeah. is going to be a long night interviews don't mm-hmm. start until like 1 30 in the morning or something like that something brutal i don't know if i'm like, gonna make it that long night for us all parties all parties are long they do they do and they and they do take care of you uh it's just a long night because you have to get there so early and and it's work. it's work. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that when we cover media events that, oh, it must be nice. Oh, no, it's a lot of work. I don't work. know how many times I've walked out of places and gone, what did I, what just happened? Yep. And I would have no clue. And then I'd have to go back and watch video or pictures I took and just go. At some point, though, At some point, though every single every, media event I ever did, and I, don't, I know you do this too a lot, is I will literally just stop which, everything I'm doing and just be in the moment. And just go, yeah, I, I'm here. I'm Not a lot here. of people this is do cool. this. I'm really grateful for this. And I'm grateful for people who read this and pay attention. But I'm sure Jollywood Nights, sure I will stop and do the same thing. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, tune in. There's going to be so much Jollywood Nights. Nikki's very nice Christmas party. The gingerbread houses are coming back. We have Disney Springs. Uh, what is Christmas tree stroll is going to be there. Is the tree trail coming back? The trail was better. And I actually like the stroll. I like being, I like that they have it spread out across. Like if I'm a business owner, I want you to hit every single spot. So I see it from their point of view. The Christmas tree stroll though, like if you got in there on the wrong night and the snopes coming down and then there's people touching you and then the lights are flashing and it's like, ooh, ew. Hey, I just thought of something. You want some exclusive breaking news that nobody knows yet? That's my breaking news thing. I don't know. What? Okay, I can't tell you who told me. And I can't share said video of what this is, but I have inside information um, from... there is going to be a reliable okay, source. Rewind, a very reliable source. Very, very reliable source. Do you remember back in Ladies the day? Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. 
news from Michelle Atwood. <laughs> we're, we're live gonna, to Michelle now gonna, with the breaking news. I'm going to preface this to people that might not know where I'm getting at. So back in the day, there was the the remote control talking push the trash can. So it would you know go around and and talk to people. Uh, I know push very well. Yes, and then we have okay, so big push at Epcot. Right now. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So um. <laughs> <laughs> Along the same lines, there is going to be a what was the word? Moving, talking Christmas tree being a dish being added to Disney Springs this year, and I believe its name is going to be Douglas. Get it, Douglas Fir, the Christmas tree. Uh, oh, oh, come on, this is is fun. it like the moving pumpkin that was around? Is there music coming out of it, or there, no? It's like a it's like a it's like the trash can, but oh, it's a tree. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm sorry, in my head, I would see a tree on like, like the pumpkin that was going around during Halloween, where it was like, this is bad. Oh, okay. Think of like a push trash can only it's a tree. Well, kind of. Okay. So the video I saw. the trash can got decorated. No, no, no. No, no. Okay. So I've actually. The same type of technology probably. Technology is, really? is pushed. Okay, so Douglas Burr. Online. I can't I tell you. Um, um, so uh, I've seen Douglas Burr already. Um, and it's, okay, picture like a big plant, like a wooden plant yeah. box. Yeah. Like you know how some Christmas trees have the bases that yeah. are wooden. Uh, um, and it's like a little tree on top of that. So the wheels are under like the base of the plant, like the box yeah. of the tree. And then there's the little tree on top, and he he, <gasps> he talks, talks and goes does he around. Talk to you the way push does could, though. You know how about does he like talk to you? Like, literally talk to you. Like, hey, Greg, how you doing, buddy? I, I think that it actually is oh, going to be an interactive tree, but I can't say for sure. I've seen we it. Need to go find Doug. I need to go find Douglas. Oh my Douglas gosh! How heavy do you think Douglas is? Oh. Would oh. they notice oh, if he went missing? Probably. Well, you could wheel him out. <laughs> These are not the words of Michelle Atwood, nor are they sponsored by Disney in any single way. So Douglas Dude, is actually no, that's really tonight. cool. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, I have to go. So Disney Springs, they're Douglas. And Douglas's voice sounds very similar to the trash can. I'm just gonna say that. Douglas is trashy. No, I've just got a trashy voice. No, he doesn't. Are they gonna start calling Forky? Dude, I hate forky. Trash. I'm just trash. Yeah, you are. You little twerk. Forky mother, son of a fork. Oh, wow, you don't like? I, I hate forky. Really? I hate forky. Why? Because it's kind of not. I just there's right. many things wrong with forky, and I just do not. I don't appreciate the fork. Spork. He was trash. He should be trash. He was trash. And he admitted he was trash. And that's maybe what and my problem is, is that he would be like, I'm trash. You know I'm what? Trash. You are trash. But let me tell you you're trash. You don't tell me that I know that you're trash. Don't claim to be trash. All right, so before we let you go, Michelle, because this conversation is going nowhere now. Thank you, Sean. We'll be here all night. Try the deal. Where was I going? Oh, before we let you go, the holidays just started. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, no. I want your top five Christmas movies. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to do this to Scott later. I just okay. like, you know what? I'm going to surprise Michelle. She That's never what Scott just found out. Yeah, Scott just figured this out, too. People, I don't even know where I'm going with this episode. We're just going. Okay, so... So, okay, Christmas movies, I have some that I love equally the same, so it's very hard to put them in oh, a one, two, three five, order. Five, five that yeah, I love. Five that you love. Okay, do you have a number okay. one, though? I really do, and it's not going to be what anyone Which thinks. is wonderful. Okay, save wonderful. that one for last. So, you can okay, do all so. the other ones in whatever order you want, but then we need the Michelle Atwood, the Main Street Mouse herself, <laughs> this Lost Princess Apparel, number one. Number one. And it's a great recommendation awesome? too. Okay, yes. so okay. let's go. What is your top <laughs> movies? Not the top one. Not the top one. Not the top one. Okay, so ones that are tradition um, for us every year is definitely uh, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons. Now that is one that I've watched with my my dad since I was a kid. It's one of those ones that actually I just watched it on streaming today. So I love. Christmas Vacation. That is definitely a, one of my top. Um, a Christmas Story, uh, how they do the 24-hour marathon um, on TBS or something, mm -hmm. isn't it? TNT, uh, I think. They, they do like Christmas yes. Eve to Christmas yes. Day. So a, they do 12 episodes. So a Christmas Story. Uh, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I watched that one. Um, Elf with, with Will Ferrell. Yeah. And my yes. top one, you Number ready for one. it? I know what it is. Movie. You know what it is. Okay. Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. So, Fred so, Claus with Vince Vaughn? Have you never Vaughn? seen that one? Okay, this movie came out in like 2007. Um, around, um, around the time Four Christmases, which also starts, stars Vince Vaughn, who I love Vince Vaughn. He's really funny. Um, but Fred Claus is such a good, funny, funny yet touching movie for christmas i recommend if you have not seen it it's on streaming it's on netflix it's on and, hbo max and if you're not familiar with the story fred is santa claus's little brother brother, big brother i should say big brother and he's dealing with he's, life he's not he's the big guy in chicago he's the little guy who's trying to make it and i think i have he keeps looking one. up to his brother doing all this stuff and he's telling people he goes, and he's bitter at his brother I say thank you for that list because i'm surprised like there's no it's a wonderful no. life there's no Muppets there's no Christmas Carol. <laughs> there's no Disney real movie on there. There's no White Christmas. There's no Bishop's Wife. There's no. Oh, I like Scrooge. Scrooge I like Bill Murray. No, like yes. your list is actually quite. I think a lot of people would agree with you. I, but I love all of those as well. Mm. I love Muppets Christmas Carol. I love Scrooge. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, which actually I only saw that one recently. Watch. I hadn't seen it, and I loved it. You so I've seen it before. I know. I, no, I I've seen bits of it, but I've never sat down to watch it from start yeah, to finish. No, and there's no. Wrong. I'm not judging you. You're acting like I'm judging you. There's no judgment, <laughs> there was, there was bro. A, there was a there's no judgment, judgment for a second. No, yes, there no was. Judgment. You were like, you have seen, not seen it. it. But yeah, Fred Claus, look it up. It's fantastic. And that, my friend. And that, I thought you were going to say something. I don't know if it's considered Christmas music. Oh, now Scott's leading us on. What? Oh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That's a that's, that's a, a special. special. It wasn't a movie. Oh, yeah, that's a special. But okay, but okay. A lot of people. Rudolph and Frosty. Yes. But Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was on HBO back in uh -huh. the '80s, and they played it over and over. And when I was little, every time Emmett Otter was on, I watched it. I know the songs. I know. I know all of it. I, I loved it so much. Everything on HBO to me was a movie. 
was it was a half hour. Oh, it's more okay. Emmett, Emmett Otter brings back a lot Did of nostalgia. Muppets. It's not just the Muppets, but it's Sesame Street and the Muppets together. They did a Christmas special where they go to Fozzie Bear's mom's house. No, no. This is from like the <laughs> late 70s, early that. 80s. It is the I've most not touching, seen that one. emotional. And it just, it's like, it's got Emma Otter vibes throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So you remember, so you remember oh, Emma Otter? Oh, Christmas. you're speaking to the right man. Like, <laughs> right. I love anything Jim Henson put his, his hands on back then. Like, I was a huge Dark Crystal fan, this- Labyrinth fan. I was a huge Emma Otter's yeah. Junk Band Christmas. I watched the Muppet so- Show like, May I was me and Kermie were one and one. Emmett Otter. So, um, then I know it's my my segment is about done. But Emmett Otter a few years ago at the Christmas Tree Trail when they, before COVID when um they had it out they had a poster it was almost like an Easter egg um during the trail and it was Emmett Otter's Jug Band Aww. Christmas Aww. and um my friend John uh him and I had had this rapport for years that him and I were big Emmett Otter. Doug Band Christmas fans because like a lot of people never mm-hmm. talked about it anymore. But him and I, it was like a common thing that we both love it so much. And now I you love, love it. it too. Oh, yeah. I love that. When you see Holly, ask her about our Swatch and Emmett Otter every year. It is absolutely. I will put it on every single every few nights. I'll just Greg has a tattoo of Emmett Otter. I do actually, it's yeah, I have exactly. that drum that rolls out of the music shop. Uh, okay. Oh, I love Emmett Otter, and but yeah, that that, <laughs> who drives the hey, car? Hey, 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 you're hey. Too far yes, yes, the snake. How oh, does he drive a car? Too. I want to know where the tattoo. No, no, oh. damn, my leg. We have to keep this somewhat clean, Greg. If we're still building. Do you our remember audience. the 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 the, <laughs> the, me- in the room? Do you? Do you remember um, the name of the mean rock band in Emmett Otters? Oh, no, off the top of my head. I'm trying to do oh. a show here. I can't think of anything outside of this show right now. He has to write down everything. I, I do. I literally, I literally had to write down your list. What is the name of the band from Emmett Otter? River Bottom Nightmare Band. Remember? Yeah, a nightmare song. They, had a song. they had a song that went with it. Maybe I know too much no. about Emmett Otter. No. I'll show you know myself. We do a special <laughs> Christmas episode where we just talk about these specials. <laughs> You could, oh it would be you know, great. I told John years ago we should take Emmett Otter and everybody take a part and we re-record it as like a radio show. Everybody do their part of the show. We should do it live. 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 Pay some money for somebody. You got to pay for Christmas. We're raising money for the Greg Gailey Foundation. Bloggers. I just need to look at the Mickey cake, sir. This is what my wife said. Fred Claus, look into it. Main Street Mouse herself. Michelle. Girl boss. Girl boss. I don't like girl boss anymore. We don't want to that. That. We're we're talk to her manager and see if we can take that up because I don't want anybody suing us. Like, we, we have no money. That's what we're taking a fund for. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the incomparable, the the getting better, the on the other side of the the convid. <laughs> and she will be at Magic Kingdom on Thursday. Yes. So if you're at uh, the holiday sh- uh, at all or Jollywood Nights this weekend, stop by. Look for Michelle. Look for Scott. Look for the blue-haired guy. That'll be me. And say hey. hey. Just walk up and be like, hey, 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 girl, hey. Girl. hey. 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 
anybody who comes up, I'll give them. I'll buy them a cup that one of those meat and potato cupcakes. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's your time. We will see, be right back. Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the dead. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we were not here last week, but the uh, reports came out recently that uh, Friends star Matthew Perry, he was obviously gained superstardom uh, as Chandler Bing on the show Friends. Uh, he became... Uh, uh, he was just one of those guys who was like just friends with everybody. Yep. Uh, he did go through a whole lot of stuff in his yeah. lifetime after yeah. leaving friends. There was addiction problems, but he eventually ended up sobering up and cleaning up his and helping life, other. helping uh, uh, just a lot of other people. Um, and he was very vocal about what he went through. Uh, recently passed away. Uh, they found, unfortunately, in a hot tub, uh, but they did say that he had a heart condition. Yeah. So, yeah, our friend star, uh, Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing, passed away at 54. So young. So young. Way, way too young. Like, I, like that's only, I mean, that's only a few years away from us, Scott. Like, that's, um, I, I, yeah, so um, his five friends co-stars, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer, they did not put out a statement right away. They held off, but they did issue a joint statement last week that read, uh, we are so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We were family. There is so much to say, but right now we're going to, going to take a moment and grieve and process this unfathomable loss. That's yeah, devastating. About the six of them are so tied together. Even though they've all done their own separate things, when you think of one, you think of all six. Right, when you have a hit show that is that that big. Yeah, it was like, huge. Yeah, I mean... What, still huge in, in, in syndications, reruns. You know, he was making, and I don't mean to bring this up, like this is morbid, $20 million a year in just residuals from that show. That's unbelievable how much money. We're in the wrong business. We need to go into television. Um, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> if was, one thing we learned from Matthew Perry's death is that we, we should have been... Wrong business. Um, I did read something the other day, though. So when the last show was coming up, Matthew Perry actually had the last word of Friends. Did he? The last one to speak. And he asked the writers for that favor. He said, can, he said none of the other cast will care. He goes, can I have the last word? And they, get, they granted it to him. So in the final episode, somebody says something, should we go get coffee? As they're closing, as Chandler and Monica are leaving their apartment. Right. So somebody says, hey, we should go get coffee. Chandler says, where? And that's kind of where that episode ended. So I'm going to add to another story mm -hmm. since now we're talking about friends. Um, there was a report that just came out, I think in the last two or three days, I guess they were talking to who a uh, Courtney Cox. Is that who played Monica? Yes. Um, apparently in one of the seasons um, when Chandler and Monica were together, there was supposed to be an episode where Chandler cheats on Monica they got up to show day and went out there to start recording it. And Matthew Perry nixed it. He was like, no, we are not doing this. And he, he stopped the whole show from being recorded because he was like, no, this will not work. And so what apparently had happened was he went back to the writers and said, 
No, because you will have so many people lose interest in this show. This uh, couple needs to stay wholesome and together and you need at least one couple. So yeah, he went to bat to keep a whole episode about him cheating on Monica. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's really cool. Like, wasn't that more Ross's thing anyway? Right. I mean, you already have the guy who would cheat on everybody. Why would you do that? Because they're the couple, they're the, they're the solid rock couple. Yeah. Monica and Chandler. So, I mean, they had their they had their little spouts and fights and little discussions, but it was part of the humor. The way they would. Uh, little secret here, mm-hmm. Scott, between you and I. Sure. I and hated I hated Friends, really and the right? older I get, the more I hate that show. Why is that? Because I'm not 22 to 27 anymore. I'm now older, and I can't live that lifestyle. <laughs> like, and I think when it came out, I was like just a year older than them. And I was just like, these uh, stupid kids, get off my lawn. Get off old, my lawn. Old man yells at clouds. Like, I don't know. I just, I was, was there some episodes? Like, I actually belly laughed. Like, their Thanksgiving episodes were hilarious. Oh, my God. The one Thanksgiving episode where, uh, where they make the, the old English truffle. Yes. It's like a, between a meat pie and a truffle. And <laughs> Joey's eating it. And he's <laughs> like, meat, good. Jelly, good. I mean, it's like all this stuff. He's good. Potatoes, good. Meat, good. good. And then uh, I remember Phoebe wakes up and she had a dream about Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> what was, oh, uh, my favorite was, um, who played Matthew Perry's dad? Was it? Um, that, was, uh, that wasn't, no, Elliot Gould was. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And Ross's dad. No, it was a uh, female. Um, Cause it was Miss Chandler Bong or whatever. <laughs> his, his, oh, his dad played in Viva Las Vegas. His dad was from, oh gosh, what was her name? She was in the Romancing the Stone. Yes. Movie. Yes. Why can't I think of her I name? don't know. And you know what's going to really kill me is my wife is probably yelling at me right now from across the hall. She's like, it's this person. And I, and I can't think of her name. Catherine. Uh, Catherine. I'm trying to find it. Catherine Turner. Kathleen Turner. Turner. That's Kathleen it. Turner. Kathleen Turner as his yes, dad. Played, yes. That's like, right. I, I forgot about that. That and when they're like, they're playing the, the board game. Like that was always really wow. good. Just so good. Some episodes really made me laugh. Other no ones, I was just like, I, I hate these people. Yeah, yeah I, but there were some episodes, like, like you said, Thanksgiving episodes. Those yeah. were some of the best episodes. The amount of, the amount of jokes they packed. It's the bed. Christmas armadillo. I love the Christmas armadillos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why. Like, anyway, so anyway, we, we do want to give our condolences yes. out Rest to his family, uh, the people who knew him and loved yes, him. Man. We will be missed. We did not know him, but we loved him. We did. So anyway, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Now we can get to what I was going now to say. Now let's play the right music. What the fuck, Disney? Speaking of what the deuce Disney this week's got, I got a doozy. Actually, I may have two of them. Oh boy, you might hear that for uh, the third time. We may I'm going to have to edit one Three of those disclaimers. Out. Yeah, I'm going to have to be like, thank God we put disclaimers on this. So anyway, here's my thing. So last week, Scott, was the um, U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds yes. flyover of Magic Kingdom and Epcot, yes. right? So we went to Magic Kingdom to watch it and to record it. While we're there, uh, we loved seeing the flyover. The, the volume of the jets, as well as it, it's the sound and how it just shakes your body. Like those jets coming down Main Street. Oh, it's crazy. Are just crazy. Um, and you also know that it's in Disney because right. Disney has these added touches 
um, and it makes it special looking. Um, but we were distracted by uh, a character, um, a one Launchpad McQuack. McQuack. Yeah, that's right. The worst pilot in the history of aviation. Launchpad well, McQuack. Know, Goofy. Goofy's burns for him. He's not exactly yeah, but Goofy doesn't sit around going, yeah. I'm a pilot. That's Goofy's true. like, I'm a dad. I'm a this. Yeah, Launchpad true. McQuack's like, I'm, I'm a, a pilot. pilot. Like, why? Of all things, and this is what grinds my gears sometimes. Of all things, with the U.S. Air Force there, the Thunderbirds coming down. There's 20, right. 30, 40,000 people lined up on Main Street right. to watch this. And you have the most dangerous pilot in the world sitting there in the hub greeting guests. That's true. You could put Mickey in a flight suit and let Mickey go out there. Would have Right? Yeah, you bring Mickey and Minnie. It's the Air Force. Come yeah. on. Like, bring out the big guns. If you really want some pilots, um, doesn't Galaxy's Edge have a lot of pilots? You know who they need to bring? Uh, uh, Blue Von Brunwald the 13th. Okay. Which is Blue mm-hmm. from Tailspin. Oh, yeah. yes. You that never saw him one. crash. No, you did not. And that's another Disney afternoon. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of Disney afternoon it with us lately. So, yeah, that was my, I was like, man, what the deuce, Disney? I literally was sitting there by him while he, and it was cool when the Thunderbirds did do the flyover. Yeah. Literally, Launchpad turned around and watched and just did one of these, like his hand, uh, uh, trying to get the sun out of his eyes type thing, like almost salute. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Whoever is, is, is friends of Launchpad did a great job. Right. Right. Just Disney going, wow, Launchpad? Really? Of all the characters. Yeah. By, uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't use Mickey or somebody like that, though, and put him in a flight suit. Yeah. Well, there's my WDF, WTF, WDF. <laughs> what Disney freak? What Disney freak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Scott in trouble. All right, let's move on, my friends. You get me in trouble? Never. <laughs> it's time for News of the Bazaar with Scott and Greg. Brought to you today by Astrology, because cancer beats Pisces like my dad beat me. That's right, Scott, the most morbid intro. And you laugh every time. You're literally just sitting it across is. from me, and you just, I don't know if you're laughing or just putting your hands in your hand. I just hand. can't believe just we like, heard that every week. At first, I thought it was a dream sequence that really wasn't there. <laughs> but then I'm like, why am I dreaming this? It's to be true. Uh, can we get away with this? Pisces the way my dad beat me. I mean, it's just, no. What yeah. do I have to talk about your dad one day? Moving on. (laughs) All right. In bizarre news today, uh, and I'm taking this from uh, a a reliable source called the Main Street Mouse, which you can go to themainstreetmouse.com. It seems that uh, wait times at Disney parks can be too much for some guests, which has created an issue of guests using the restroom in lines and queues. It happened one time. I don't know why you got to keep bringing it up. And on that note, everybody, <laughs> good night. Um, yeah, don't you never admit to that. Um, so details of the gruesome incident came from witnesses on social media who are sharing their eyewitnesses test eyewitness testimonials of guests who have relieved themselves in lines to popular theme park attractions. Uh, it seems this isn't a problem at only one of the U.S. parks, but across every oh, wow. park. Uh, we've heard about different ones from Rise of the Resistance uh, over in uh, uh, Disneyland. We've heard about it at, uh, mm-hmm. at the Small World and a few other places. But apparently the big one, 
And I don't, I mean that loosely. <laughs> and I don't mean that loosely. That's just, okay, I'm going to stop there. Uh, Avatar Flight of Passage. Yeah. Apparently they have a, like, a poop hole. Like, and I'm not kidding. There You're is kidding. A, I've never heard of that. If you, if you kept on reading this Reddit thread, reading this Reddit thread, mm-hmm. a cast member or two come on and they're like, yeah, there was an area that people would ha- either adults and or children would use to relieve themselves in line that Disney had to put a camera up to catch them, to try and catch them. And yet people still did it. Mike. I, so I, I don't like, and I'm trying not to be disgusted here or disgust. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted by it because if you can't, that's simple hygiene. Just if you got to go, go pregame line. Dude. And you know how hot it gets during the day and you're like, Oh, there's a cup of apple juice. I really need a drink. But my, (laughs) not going to be cold. (laughs) Why is this warm? It's like 98 point some odd degrees. This is just, why is it? But it's, yeah. Anyway, uh, I just don't know why people, you know, how long these lines are, you know, if it says in Disney is really good about their time. If Disney says it's an hour wait, it's going to be an hour, probably a little bit less. Most of the time they inflate the times. So you'll buy fast pass plus. Right. I didn't say that out loud. Um, but they inflate the times a little bit. So that way, if you do make it before they're like, Hey, look, it's at an hour. We made it in 52 minutes. Good for us. We saved eight minutes. But if you know, you can't hold it for the next hour. Go. Right. I, now I can understand kids having an accident. Right. Um, I can also understand people having to leave line and find a restroom. Yes. Uh, sometimes things do happen. Yeah, that's that's not what we're saying. But there also is that that oh well, this whole family walked in front of me to try and catch up. It's two different dichotomies, like, and they're fighting against each other. You don't want people to poo in line. I can't believe I have to say that in a sentence. Um, and at the same time, you don't want like, you, 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 dude, I'm running, I'm going, I'm like, I'm out. Thanks. I'll come I, back tomorrow and ride. I don't. I'm good. I live yeah. here. I but I also understand. On vacation. I, I, I can also understand people who have problems. Yeah. Uh, most of those people are probably have gas pass or if, if they're smart, we'll make sure that they have gas pass because uh, IBS stuff like that is yeah. acceptable for, I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know. Right. But for those who truly need it, it's there for them. Um, it's the kids, man. Control your kids. Yeah. Exactly. There's a the lot of parents that- who are just like, you know what? Little Timmy. Just go. Just go over there in the bush. But then they're going to go sit on a ride that is not going to be cleaned after they get off the ride. So the next oh. is going to sit right where they just... Oh, I didn't even think about that, Scott. Seriously, think about it. Do, do they no, I don't them? want to think about it because now I thought about it and now I'm like, I don't want to touch... And especially the one you mentioned, Flight of Passage. Oh. have to ride that like a motorcycle. Am I so sitting in somebody else's soil? Yeah, you might be. I am never going... Not- I hate Flight of Passage... Hot take, hate flight of passage. <laughs> Scott's like, man, you're the weirdest dude ever. Like, you hate everything. No, I don't hate everything. I hate everything that people love. But Pandora. I love Pandora. I love Avatar. Avatar is my favorite movie. No, it is. I can't wait for the Avatar Christmas special. It is coming. Hey, they did one for Marvel or for Guardians. Um, anyway, next up we have, let's move on with this. It's time for News of the Bazaar with Scott and Greg. 
brought to you today by astrology because cancer beat Pisces like my dad beat me. You just had to play it again, didn't I, you? I love playing that. I don't know why. I need, I need to add a few more for other things that we're doing. Um, do you know what Fat Bear Week is? I do not. Okay. Well, you're, I'm going to educate you on something right now. Uh, Fat Bear Week is an annual celebration of success. All bears are winners. And this happens. Uh, let, me, let me. It happens at uh, Alaska's um, Katmai? Kat. Katmai National Park and Preserve. Okay. Okay. Uh, and what they do is they have people uh, during throughout the year take pictures of the wildlife and the bears. Okay. And then at during this time of year, they have the public decide who is the biggest, fattest, cutest bear there is. Oh, yeah, man. This is right up my store. Hey, guys, it's me, Kevin. The bear from Disney's Magic Kingdom. That's right. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about some fat bears. Oh, uh, you know what there, Scott? Kevin likes them thick. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's weird, man. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us. Um, let me see if I can go. Oh, so Fat Bear Week is an annual celebration of success. All bears are winners, but only one true champion will emerge. Hold over the course of seven days and concluding on the Fat Bear Tuesday... Yeah, that's, uh, that's a special day where all us big bears like to get together, and uh, I, like to, I like to meet my prospective other. People choose which bear to crown in this tournament-style bracket where bears are pitted against each other for your vote. Uh, sounds so bad if you don't catch that sentence right. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in a cage match, and they never come down with the winning bear. <laughs> Thank God I said online voting. It's like we put a bunch of bears. <laughs> put in a Two men enter, one man leaves. It's Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Thunderdome. thanks, Tina Turner. <laughs> uh, the annual contest, which this year drew more than 1.3 million votes. From dedicated fans, they watch the Bears live at explore.org is a way to celebrate resilience, uh, resiliency of brown bears that live on the preserve of the Alaska Peninsula, which extends from the state's southwest corner towards the Aleutian Islands. Uh, this year's winner. Uh -huh. Oh, man. I hope my mom didn't win. Kevin, please. Um, yeah. So, Grazer. Oh, yeah. I saw Grazer. <laughs> Grazer, also known as Bear 128 to the fans of Fat Bear Week at Alaska's Katmai National Park and Preserve, won this year's contest, handily defeating Chunk 108,000 votes to 23,000 votes. Yeah, hey, Greg, let me tell you about my uh, fascination with the thick bears. You know, when they, uh, they walk around. That's why I'm. That's why. That's why I like going to Magic Kingdom, Scott. I like to. Uh, I like to see what's going on with the bears. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Yes, Scott. Why did you eat me last week? I was. Uh, I. I was trying to get little. Uh, little meat on the bones to meet Grazer. I thought we were friends though, and you did that to me, and it's just. I mean, it's cool, man. You want to come to the? Oh. 
Hey, listen, Scott, it's me, Kevin, the bear from Disney's Magic Kingdom. Hey, join me at House of Mouse Expo 2024 at Osceola Heritage Event Center. That's right. I will be there along with Jim Cummings, the voice of, uh, what's his name, Winnie? Winnie. That's right. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, man, I can't wait to meet him. And, uh, Scott, you and I will hang out there. Yes, we'll hang out for sure. All right, Kevin, you got to go. All right, guys. Thanks for having me this week. And uh, hey, I just want to say I, I really had a great time doing an interview. Uh, I'm sorry, Scott. I did not mean to eat you. Next time, I will just, uh, I'll just have some honey. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, so, yeah, there we go. All right, Scott, moving on, my friend. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, we're going back to, I need, I need an intro. Let me get, let me, do I have anything? Let's see what I have. Oh, that's James Factor. That's the horse. I have no clue where I'm going with this, Scott. I have no clue. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going back to Dad's Give Advice, Scott. This oh. week, we, I oh, am going to you for advice. In our local segment, our local segment, in our normal, our weekly segment, it, I'm going to find the words that I need before this. You would think I would take this on and be like, I'm going to edit right here. As much as you like to make services. Yeah, no, not when it comes to podcasting. No, we just go mess. with it. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> oh, my God. I think this guy just threw me under the bus. Wow. No, Greg, no, your site looks perfect. But, man, you podcast, it's a mess. <laughs> go in my house scott you should see what that looks like <laughs> it's just funny how you usually have everything down to the detail i am so anal retentive about it sometimes except this show I'm like man they were just going off the cup it's for hey, fun you know off the rails does better than oh okay so anyway two dads give advice you and i both being dads not one of us being well i guess we we're multiple dads not yeah, there we go. Yeah, we have, I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Children, so there's yes, many, children, many children. Many children. Many, many children. Oh, Lord. There's a lot of children out there. Scott oh, would just run around the uh, prairie, sowing his seed across the Comerica. <laughs> many, many children. Scott's got like 30 children across America. It's Scott's actually going to grow his own hands across America with his children. I need a staff for this. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so here's a great question. Since we're talking Christmas, we're talking holidays, uh, a question was posed to me the other day, and I, I honestly didn't know how to answer it. So I am asking you, how do we deal with family coming down here to Disney World for the holidays? Like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve, all of them, whatever you celebrate, what do we do, Scott? What do we do because our families are coming down here and they want to hang out with us? How do we deal with the conversations? How do we deal with relatives wanting to come down here during the holidays? It's difficult because being from Michigan, holidays are celebrated completely different there than they are here. One, you have something called snow. But here, we have cold temperatures. We don't have a... <laughs> so when people come from the north, they come here. No. <laughs> There's Scott's go-to. You know what's different? No, snow. and yeah, I'm, and not, I'm not talking I'm, snow. I'm with you. That'll change everything. But it's, just, it's just funny to me because we'll, um, Michelle's parents come in every year for Thanksgiving, and 
we come down here and every year it's just, it, it doesn't ever feel like Thanksgiving. I mean, yes, we have the turkey and we do all that stuff, but it's a holiday, but it doesn't feel like it did when we were in Michigan celebrating the same the, holidays. Agreed. It's so different yeah. here it's to where when you're at home or in, I'm sorry, when you're back up north and it gets cold, you don't, you just know you're going to stay home all day. And you're going to eat and you're going to watch football and that's about it. But down here, it's like, hey, do you guys want to go down to the pool? Do you guys want to go? <laughs> I mean. You know what I don't want to do on Thanksgiving go Day? To go to the pool. Why not? You take a tray with you, put it on your belly, you float. Uh, <laughs> I, all of a sudden now, I want to come over to your house on Thanksgiving and go to the pool with there like a go. plate of turkey and plate stuff. Plate of turkey and stuff. You will not. Move. Can I have a turkey leg while floating in your pool? And it'll be better than those ones at Disney. It would be too. They're real turkey. Exactly. <laughs> not. It won't smell like ham. <laughs> turkey whatever that is um yeah so uh, yeah, I, I mean yeah. i don't it's it's different to deal with people from other areas coming here for the holidays because like i when i was younger my dad lived in las vegas and i was i lived in las vegas for a couple of holidays right. and the holidays out there are completely different because there is no holiday out there everything is open 365 days a year christmas hits it's a day you may have to work you maybe have the day off it's not anything special and i sometimes feel it's the same way down here because if you go to Disney, cast members are working. Park is packed with cast members, and they got to be there to give service to all the guests who are there. Right, and we live here, so we're there all the time anyway. Yes. So one day doesn't feel like any other no, day. No, it doesn't it's, feel like You're on different. vacation doing, you're working, but it's still a vacation type. It's, it's, it's a really hard question. I mean, I guess yeah. you've got to take in who's coming, what they want to do. Um, try to you just drop them off at the park and be like, yeah, I'll talk go. to you later. I used to pass this. Yeah. I'll come back week up later. <laughs> I'm going to go back take a nap. Do you get that? I get, we get that a lot. It was Try like, the mashed potato muffin. I got to find, I really should be looking up what that is, but I'm not. I um, remember when she had it, she called because I wasn't at that event. She was there. She told me about it. And I was like, it just didn't sound good. But then the more I think about it now, it's like, you could probably make that taste. You know what really you good. need on the side? You need a little cranberry. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. Yep. Just to give oh, it that little bit of flavor. I am really hungry. I think about trying to make one. I'm going to try to make one now with turkey and stuffing and. Yeah, yeah, you just make a little, like, I make my own bread for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, this year, I'm really, really thinking about going to Disney for Thanksgiving. Are you really? Oh, yeah. It's in the back of my you head. Like Liberty Tree or something? Uh, no, absolutely no. not. I'm not going in the park that day. Okay. No, no, no. I was thinking, like, Chef Art Smith oh, or uh, who just put it up? Uh, Wilderness Lodge just put up their uh, Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. It's like 45 bucks for Thanksgiving Isn't dinner. really no, it's all you can eat, too. You don't have to clean up. Yeah. You That's know what I'm saying? I can just go there getting a turkey coma. And you know what the cost of going to the grocery store to buy yeah. the same things to make it, plus the hours mm-hmm. to make the dinner. It's, it's I, I, You know what it's coming down to? It's funny. Uh, my oldest son, is he works for FEMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know if he's going to be home. If oh. he's home, I think we'll cook. Okay. And if he's not home, I think the, we're going to just go over to Chef Art Smith or whatever is doing that. I mean, there's so many restaurants that have a yeah. special Thanksgiving meal. Right. I don't want to deal with the hassle anymore. And it's, it's gotten to the point where you don't want to deal with the cleanup and the hassle. Yeah. The only thing that sucks, though, is you lose the, the um, leftovers. That's, that's the big thing. Um, I also, so every year I cook Thanksgiving. Holly cooks our regular meals. I do holiday meals. Okay. Um, and because she's wonderful and she, uh, I'm normally running around in the day, but mm-hmm. for holidays I will, and we'll do some family stuff. Right. Um, but normally by the time the meal's ready, I'm exhausted. 
Yeah. And so I sit there and like, I pick out some food. I have a great conversation. I love sitting around the table. Right, like, right. you know me, I can BS anywhere. Yeah, get me, yeah, yeah. Get, get a crowd around me. And oh, it's, yeah. and then my kids, I, again, I've said this before, I can have a conversation with them about anything. They're great kids. Mm-hmm. But by that time dinner comes around, I'm exhausted. You are. And then I look over at the sink and I'm like, oh, Holly's going to be exhausted after cleaning it up. So, well, that's yeah. Michelle's mom and dad come down every year for Thanksgiving. So I cook because when they're home, they cook for their Thanksgiving. When, right. Because they have one with the family there before they come here. Usually. Yeah. So like, they cook. So when they come here, it's like, nope, you guys don't have to cook. I do it all. So I oh. cook it all. They try to help. Nope, got the kitchen. Michelle's mom is fantastic by helping clean up at the end. She right. gets in there. She does. She does. Nope. You cook. You go sit down. She takes care of it all. But I'm so tired by the time everything is done on the table. Time to eat. And it's like I'm not even hungry at that point. Next week, let's start the following week. Let's talk about what we cook for Thanksgiving. We can do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll make it a special episode. And you got to have the appetizers because the football. The Lions. Oh, yeah. You, you're a Lions fan. You, yeah. yeah they're Lions on every... Every Thanksgiving. Now I don't, I'm, I'm like football. I check in normally the kids and I play like a Mario game or some four player game online and I'll put on the football game at some point and sit back and have an adult beverage and relax. Well, this year my lions are doing a little bit something better. So I have to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to them in a second. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, but Scott, before we end uh, this episode, not this episode, but before we take a commercial break again, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm going to, I really should write this. You know, what's funny is I have a script in front of me I'm that I'm it. trying to follow and it's just not working. Uh, so I put Michelle on the spot earlier. We're talking about holidays a lot today. I need your, the Scott Atwood, the Main Street Avenger himself, the owner of Lost Princess Apparel, uh, the House of Mouse Expo, Main Street Mouse. What is your top five or Give me the top five. Yeah. I, you don't have to put in any order unless you have a number one that you're like, this is the be all end all. Well, you guys kind of all talked about the ones I like already, you and Michelle. Yeah. And I guess just to throw mine out there. That's what I'm asking uh, for. I didn't. I my number anybody. one is not Michelle's number one. Yeah, yeah. So I will save mine, even though it was one you guys mentioned. Okay. Save it. Give a little bit of suspense. Build up. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so I, I agree with her. So like the other ones I absolutely love though. Um, and I grew up with, um, white Christmas. I grew up watching that. Um, don't know why I liked it growing up. My grandma watched it every time it came on the TV. So we, I always grew up watching that on television, but then Christmas story growing up when that became hugely popular. Um, Fred Claus. I love that movie. I could watch it over and over again. Um, I like elf, but elf isn't one of those ones I have to see every year, but I do like the original, um, gosh, what's his name? The original Christmas Carol, uh, with oh, uh, Alistair something. The really old, old black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really filmed. I don't know why right. I like that version of it. No, no, no. Yeah. I love that one. Uh, Alistair something, uh, and I can't think of else. And then the other one they did with uh, John like Picard. Scott was oh, the George C. Scott one's good. Did you that see the good. one with uh, Picard? Uh, what's yes, yes, that was I really good. One. I like the Polar Express. I think I've already gained way more than four, but my number one is it's a wonderful life. Yeah. And, and I think that's because um, growing up where I did growing up the life that me and my mom grew up very poor. Um, <laughs> right. We didn't, we have, I mean, I was one of those kids that the uh, good fellows brought food and presents to our house mm-hmm. every Christmas, Thanksgiving, because we had nothing. So watching it's a wonderful life made me feel like there is always something more that, that the people around you dictate how important your life can be to you. 
Um, so that kind of gave me that movie every year. I had to watch it no matter how sad at points it is. Yeah. Then to see he gets his life back and he realizes the meaning of life and that it's so precious, you know, when I give away. So to me, that's always been my number one. I couldn't have said that better. You nailed it, my friend. So there we go. All right, Scott, let's take a quick break and we will be back and uh, wrap this show up. Sounds good. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live podcast show here with Scott and Greg. We appreciate every single person listening out there. Every uh, one of you. Every single one. You can uh, find us at the uh, on your Facebook now. At the live podcast show. We also have an Instagram that I'm going to start posting on. And we have a Twitter. And we have a Twitter. We have it all. We have it all. We just need to start doing stuff with it. We you really need to. Maybe each one of us should take one. Yeah. You know what it is? You guys were sick. Yeah. Um, I was getting a website up for the last three months. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys have Christmas coming up with Lost Princess. And then it was Expo season. And now it's House of Mouse season. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, let's get into a little bit of sports and a little bit of other things, and then we'll wrap it up. So, uh, Detroit Lions, they we were off this week? We were off, yes, we were off this past week. Uh, we were back last week. We beat, um, I'll say, oh, we beat the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, the week before that. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. You're right, right. So, they, that's so, so weird to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we did, we did beat them. We had lost the previous game to Baltimore, which was devastating and sad, and I think I've yeah. how bad the game was um but it was nice to see them come back and uh do that so this week coming up we have the uh, san diego church san diego church uh it's not the padres no los angeles i don't even know what the, the chargers the chargers the chargers of the nfl is who we've got this week la and chargers yeah whatever is it, it is LA? yeah I can, la rams LA, i don't know there's so many california teams st louis chargers i don't know <laughs> Put them back in Las Vegas. No. So, so, anyway, so it's against the Chargers this anyway, week. Anyway, the Lions are playing the Chargers this week, four hot games, so I will be glued to my television to watch that. Uh, yeah, and maybe your defense can uh, is killing my fantasy team. I had, to, I had to deal with the Steelers last week. Dude, I hate my fantasy team, by the way. I hate, it I hate my league. Let me just put it this way. So for years, it was like you would start, defenses would start off at a certain point and then lose points throughout the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could gain some back and stuff like that, but it was always that one starting point. You really couldn't go over forty. Yeah. I lost yesterday to a defensive team that got eighty points. How does a defense eighty work? points? Unless they're scoring touchdown for touchdown on defense. Yeah, yeah, but I like I, I cap it. Like uh, it's, uh, uh so anyway. I'm in a fantasy league for those who don't know, I play with actually three of the pirates from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. That are in the league. It's called the R. Called the R football fantasy league. Um, <laughs> but I'm in there. With we all are Raiders and Buccaneers. 
But if you've been to the House of X, my House of Mouse Expo, yeah. uh, Vince Lozano, mm -hmm. he's in the first Pirates movie, and he's the Encino Man, he's done other films and stuff like that. He actually runs our league. Um, and then Lee Ehrenberg is in it, who you'll know from Seinfeld, who, from uh, Once Upon a Time, all those. And then Marty Kleba, who was in the Pirates films. Kleba? Kleba, I think is how hard to actually come in this year. How's that? Oh, yeah. He will be there this year. Um, but it's just funny that I'm in there with these pirates who are, and Lee and Marty are huge Raider fans. So we were talking about all kinds of trash last week. You know how happy it makes me to hear that a Pirates of the Caribbean loves the Raiders. They do. They uh, love the Raiders. It's so like, funny. That's awesome. And Marty's from Michigan. So I tease him. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's a Michigan person. So Lions got, are doing good this year. Yeah. Uh, the World Series? What happened with that? Who cares? Okay. Nope, moving on. But here's my thing. So in the middle of your fevered dreams, because <laughs> I think you were on a lot of medicine and having a lot like high fever, you text me and you were like, you know what I want to talk about this week? LeBron James. You know how many times somebody's texted me and said, I want to talk about LeBron James to me? But it's not for what you think. No, 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 no. I have no clue where this is going. So I am giving the mic over to you to discuss the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, my God. The man who's going to outscore everybody. The man who could dunk on Kobe better than Michael Jordan. Oh, that's my birthday. Oh, uh, anyway. So, anyway, LeBron James. Does he play for Cleveland or L.A. or sure Miami? I think he's in L.A. Right now. Okay, okay. I just, all I know I is he clue. jumps ship because he wants the money. He could care less about the, the team. But he wins championships. Look, he, did he, he win at Cleveland? Win. He, he did. did. That's all that matters. He's went, but that's where he grew up. Right. So, so he went back to Cleveland to know, win. So he, again. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, once you win one in a city, you're like, I'm going to go build up the next city. Good for him. LA didn't need his help. Uh, after that one. I mean, they did win again, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I've always, there's always been that thing, LeBron versus Michael Jordan, who's the best basketball player. And Kobe, I would put above LeBron. I don't Kobe, Kobe would probably be the one that I would put against MJ to see okay. who's the best because Michael Jordan, he orchestrated that team to just be great all around him. Yes. The Bulls were just an all-around great team. Everybody in that team looked great because Michael Jordan was the centerpiece. The way Tom Brady did it in football, it made everybody on the team look good. Michael Jordan made everybody on it. Michael Jordan, to me, is the greatest basketball player of all time. I, just I would, get tired of hearing yeah. people talk about how great LeBron James is. But he is good. He is good. But basketball today isn't basketball. It was 20 years ago. All right. So you really can't compare. It'd be like Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 baskets in a game. Like, does he get to be considered one the greatest of all time because he scored more in one game? Yeah, he scored one game, but like, yeah, well, his, his, his average consistency yeah. was like 60 points. He like, great. he was. Great. Right. And I grew up in it's, Detroit where the Pistons and the Bulls were the huge rivals. Was the, the, are the Pistons the one that had that uh, game clearing fight where yes, everybody went into did. stands? Yeah. Let's be I proud of that one. Name. That was a great <laughs> Stillwater Stalwart. Still uh, Stall. Uh, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Yes. See, I do know something about basketball. You do. But I, I grew up with the bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah of Thomas, Joe Dumars, uh, Bill Lambeer, Dennis Rodman when he played for mm -hmm. us before he went to Chicago and wherever else. Yeah. See, I grew up in Philly. We had like uh, Dr. Cheeks, Moses Malone, okay. uh, who uh, Julius Irving was there. Uh, and then, of course, 
Allen Iverson and uh, and then other guys. Who See, I just think when we were younger, when you're talking about the time period, we're talking yeah, yeah. about the the dream team that played in the Olympics in '92. Right. There was so much good competition in basketball. You knew in basketball, not in the world stage. No, not in the world. <laughs> in basketball, you had you had Larry Bird in Boston. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you had Magic Johnson out in L.A. with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then you had um, Michael Jordan in Chicago and Isaiah Thomas. I mean, it was just, you had all these great players from all over. And there was, and it was very hard to be the best because everybody around you was an elite player. It wasn't just they were, these were all average players. So I guess LeBron's playing in a league now, I don't think that has that many big name stars, Uh, big name players like we had when we were that. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. You hear about like the Clippers. You hear about uh, the Sixers a little bit. Um, there's a lot of other teams you don't hear about. Uh, you hear, obviously, the Lakers are always going to be talked about. Yeah. Houston. Is it Houston or well, what's the uh, San Antonio? You hear San about Antonio. San Antonio Spurs. And back in the day, it used to be with David Robinson. Yeah. There. And then Houston, Akeem Olajuwon. I mean, so I used players. to go to the Spurs game a lot. Like, oh. uh, I worked for a guy who would sing the national anthem. All the time, and they give us courtside seats. And I was like, I have no clue what I'm watching. I guess what the reason I was like, I give me hot hockey tickets. I just really don't like them. No, no, no. I, I can understand, but yeah, I don't know, man. So uh, we have one of those superstars in Philadelphia mm-hmm. who plays baseball, uh, Bryce Howard. Yes, a three hundred million dollar guy. Like, and he has to perform, and he performs. Yeah. And he's a little cocky about it. He's like, he knows he's the best. And I think, and he's always got to have a chip on his shoulder against somebody. So he performs better. Okay. I don't hate that in athletes. I don't hate that as long as you can back it up. Dude, how many championships has LeBron won? He has, but how many has he won on his own? All of them, apparently, according to you. I don't say he's won them alone, but it's like you don't hear about the rest of the No, no, no. But I do agree. Like, and... Here's, here's where the sticky part comes in. Cause we were talking a little bit about uh, athletes and entertainers and stuff speaking up mm-hmm. and saying stuff that they probably shouldn't talk about. Right. Don't and, be political. Yeah, I, I, but then I thought about it and I, ch- I changed my mind a little bit about okay. this. So we, a lot of people are very against, Oh, if you, if you make money, you shouldn't be able to speak up. Or if you're, you're in the theater, or you stick to acting, or you stick to your playing basketball. I thought about that a lot, and then I was just like, yeah, but if we had that happen, we wouldn't have had people like Reagan as a president. If he stayed in his lane as just an actor, he would not have become a president. And for good or bad, whatever political leaning you go for, change this country for good or bad, depending on how you think of things. So it's like, I I don't begrudge athletes and entertainers speaking their minds. What I want though on all of on when anybody does it is to at least be a little educated on it. And he seems really smart. Like he takes his time to, he doesn't just spout off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like a lot of people, you do hear that a lot. And a lot of quotes get thrown out by people who don't understand the situation. And do you think that's a side effect though, because of the times we live in with social media though? That it's yeah. so easy to spew your venom really quick. And then like, oh crap, I need to take yep, You got to delete and you're playing catch up. For the Especially rest of the time. if you're yeah. an athlete like that though, because you may say how you truly feel, but then your team goes, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or and the league comes at you. The no. owners, like nothing for nothing. The owners 
you have a lot to say. It's like, yeah. and I'm sure in your contract you have signed with that team. Yeah. It says, Hey, don't say anything stupid. Like nothing from, let's go to Marvel. Let's go to entertainment real quick. Jonathan majors. Yes. Like you signed on with Marvel. You were supposed to be the big bad of this whole phase four, oh, yeah. five, six, huge. whatever. And then you do something or get caught into something and the courts are out. I'm not taking anybody's side, but you right. get caught up in something like that. Yeah. Marvel probably had you sign a contract that yeah. said, don't do something stupid. Don't get caught. Don't get arrested right. or we're going to cut you. Yeah. And it looks like, uh, so yeah, I mean, I would imagine somebody like LeBron, uh, somebody who's like Bryce Harper or something. I'm not saying Bryce Harper does this, but LeBron who comes out and speaks in a political fashion, mm -hmm. as long as you're educated, that's all I ever ask of anybody. And I, he is. And that's what I was trying to get to. And that's why I went back to like Reagan yeah, and so. stuff, because Reagan was an educated actor. He yeah. understood. He, he understood the, politics. Yeah. He understood how it all works. So who knows one of these athletes one day could end up becoming the next mayor or politician. I mean, look at, okay, good. let's go to WWE, like Kane. Kane. The man is now mayor of Knoxville County, Tennessee. Like, I, if he seems to know really what he's talking about when it comes out. Yeah. I, yeah. But uh, you would never think the big red machine when wrestling, when he had his mask, yeah, yeah, yeah. chokeslamming <laughs> people and fire is coming out of the, the right, right. He's the, of the devil ring. incarnate, basically. Yes. And then he's a Republican. He's the one mayor. that, that, um, the Undertaker set on fire as a child, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> story life, right. Whatever that whole thing was, he, he burned the house down yeah. with his brother in it, and it was all whatever the storyline was. At the time. So yeah, I I, I wanted guess. to just say I I had adapted how I thought about that because originally I was like yeah him, and then I, I was like no yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna think about that for a second. I get what you're saying. I yeah. do. I I understand what you're saying. I guess right. I just I get so tired of hearing people say how he's the greatest, greatest, and it's like there's so many great players, and it's like. What's your comparison to great? Yeah, and it's like there's some other amazing players like Allen Iverson. He never won a championship. Won a champion. But Barry Sanders in, in right. football. One of the greatest one running of the greatest backs. Greatest running backs ever. Never gloated. Yeah. Never. Walter Payton Walter would Payton never be as great as he was had he not won that championship. You know what I'm saying? Even though he had the most yardage, yeah. the most well, look everything. Look at Jim Brown. Jim Brown yeah. played such a small career. He was fantastic. And even Barry Sanders' dad says Jim Brown was the best running Jim back. Jim Brown was also a really nice guy. That's what I've heard. O.J. Simpson, though? Eh. Eh. He had some domestic <laughs> issues. Did he? Yeah, I heard something. Oh. Something like that. Yeah. But he oh. was acquitted. The glove didn't fit. <laughs> it's the Chewbacca. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Elijah, Not that we're casting... What happened? No, 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 no. Just an opinion. It just, it's, this is an opinion show. I just wanted to make a Everybody joke. Everybody else gets to make a joke. Uh, it's our turn. Yep, we get to make the joke. All right, so anyway, Scott, thank you so much for so that. Can I just say before we go, because I want to hate mail. Yeah, yeah, It's not that I totally I want the hate the, mail. LeBron is a person. I just, I don't think he's as great as everybody seems to think he is. Mm. And then maybe it's because of the times we live in where Michael Jordan didn't get to be like LeBron can be nowadays. He didn't get to voice his opinion because he had to be interviewed by somebody at the end of the game and then it got printed in a newspaper the next day. It wasn't like he could just go on Twitter and, or yeah. and say what he had to say. So I, I'm with you, man. I think you're you're right on on that. And I'll never buy a pair of his like I always go to Jordan section. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> I don't know anything about shoes. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> so uh all right, my friend, let's move on. What do we got going on this week? Because we gotta wrap things up. So we got uh Mickey's very merry Christmas party on Thursday. Yes. Which will be uh hopefully Michelle's feeling better as she was 
Yeah. Earlier she's been. Then on Saturday we have the um, Jollywood Nights. Jollywood Nights. But we also have on Friday night we have something the Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. With their food and wine. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I'm taking tomorrow off. Yeah. I don't blame you. I probably won't. What am I doing to? Oh, I'm going to Hollywood Studios to go see the tree. That's right. And then Gingerbread House. So I'm going to go. Yeah. Time you going early. Uh, I'm going to hit the gingerbread house at like 8 a.m. <laughs> I'm still in bed. <laughs> and then I'm going to hit Dollywood. I'm not like lazy. Nine. It's because I, I No, I you worked, worked a lot. Dude, you did a whole lot of, you filled, what, 79 orders today? No, today was 167. Oh. Yesterday was 80 something. Uh, all right. But anyway, let's get on. Let's end the show. But before we leave, we announced at the beginning of the show that you would have <gasps> a special announcement. Oh, I get to announce and now, ladies and gentlemen, at House of Mouse Expo 2024, coming to Osceola Heritage Park Event Center. That's a mouthful. You can go to houseofmouseexpo.com. That's houseofmouseexpo.com for all the information and tickets. Tickets. Please buy tickets. Buy lots of tickets. Uh, right now, we have already introduced. We've introduced. So our first one was Caitlin Robrock. Yeah, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Then we introduced... Jim Cummings, who's the voice of basically everything. <laughs> yeah. um, we also yeah. announced that Jason Marsden will be back as a host, uh, kind of a featured guest, but he's not actually going to be a celebrity guest in the celebrity area signing autographs. He's going to be kind of walking the floor. He's going to be having fun. He's going to be on the vendor floor stage. He's going to be just having fun. We're going to throw him on the podcast. We're going to throw him on the podcast. Yeah. Because Jason actually put out a video the other day. I don't know if anybody saw it. Uh, I did. Facebook, but yeah. he's talking about it all. So Jason's really excited. Um, and then uh, we announced just the other day Martin Kleba who I mentioned earlier from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise will be there, but I'm excited that I get to announce that announced. Oh, and Ross Marquand. Yes. Ross. Ross. Ross, who's done a lot with the Marvel and the walking dead. I should add well. his name to our list. Thank God you yeah. remembered. I, I just happened to glance on saw but so I am announcing another guest. Don't do that. I don't have a, uh, we sound like the people in Christmas vacation. Would you guys please just stop doing a drum roll? That's really killing me. Sorry. Sorry, Andrew. Yeah, that was bad. Um, so our next guest is actually, it's a returning from year one, uh-huh. um, a gentleman who had a lot of people requesting he'd come back because a lot of people year one didn't get to see our guests. So it's almost like this their first time. So I'm excited to announce the voice, the official Disney voice of both Goofy and Pluto. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Farmer will be attending. Very well. Very well. No. You played the wrong thing. Ooh, it was supposed to be <laughs> No, this was you killed my announcement. I did. My announcement is she. It was, it was Bill. Okay, I'm Bill. Done. But no, it was supposed no. to be an applause. What happened to the applause? No, no, Where no, no! no don't shoot him. My What's God. going on? Why is it? No, don't punch Bill Farmer. <laughs> hey. I don't He's know a what Disney legend. Oh man, Bill. He was in RoboCop. So did- he was really. <laughs> He's a reporter. No, he's not a dog. <laughs> Actually, he is. Little and Goofy are dogs. <laughs> that would have been the best one to play at the beginning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donald was just kicked off and he was that way. Uh, 
Bill Farmer. So not only are you going to have Goofy, uh, Bill Farmer will be there, yes. but you're also going to have Max with Jason Marsden Next being so there. We'll have a Goofy movie type reunion, which could be set up there. Uh, Caitlin, Minnie Mouse will be there. And yeah. will there be anybody else? I am not going to say right now, but uh, we're working on maybe. I can see a little pattern. Let's see. If you guys can spot the pattern here, you can uh, send Scott an email and maybe he'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And you can get Scott at uh, Bain at the live podcast show.com. Yes, email me, Bane. That's right, Batman. I don't know why I'm doing this right now. I don't know either. <laughs> Everything just went to hell. That's right. <laughs> I thought about that the other night. We were watching Impractical Jokers, and the one guy was doing his Bane impression. Was he? <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, I, Bane popped up on my YouTube. I think my phone listens to me. Uh -huh. Like I walk away and Bane will show up on like some TikTok or something. I'm going to call Tom Hardy and see if we can get him to come again. Oh. Even though it's DC. He's, he's had to, no, he was in Venom. Yeah. So he could come for. He could. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he's from. Just bring him. Tom Hardy in. But you so, just have to do Bane. Uh, so Jim Cummings, Bill Farmer, uh, Caitlin, Rob Rock, Rob Rock Ross Mark, Ross Mark Vaughn, Marty Kleba. That's a. Uh, and, and Jason and, and Jason and people you can't announce yet. Uh, we but, have yeah. I, we have nine other people signed that we haven't announced. That is amazing. Keep nine. this up. House of Mouse Expo. You guys know how to get there. March second and third, Osceola Heritage Park event and center. center. And get it. Just get to Osceola Heritage Park. You'll see us. From yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You just, you just go to the big building right in the middle. You'll see us. Um, if anybody, we still have some vendor booths available. So if yes. you're a vendor in the area, you want to come out, go on there, fill out an application on the website. Um, we're still artist table too. Artist tables. There's a still yeah. few of those left. Um, not many because not you've, many. you've jumped up and there's actually quite a bit sold. Um, yeah. there is quite a bit sold. Actually, after spooky empire, we jumped a lot because a lot of the vendors there knew us. And yeah. Started asking us if there's still availability. We told them a lot of them grabbed a lot. So if you're, if you are looking for a booth, and we've had another big sponsor pop up that might come through. And if it does, they're going to. <laughs> I like that pop up because <laughs> that works so yeah, well. You're going to steal my. my yeah, I like that. No, but we're, I'm hoping that one comes through because if it does, that would be good. That would be very good. That's uh, quite and, a national uh, and thing. Hopefully, and, and I can announce that Advent Health is one of our major sponsors this year. Sponsored by Advent Health yeah. of MEI Mouse Band Travel or is our other big. Emmy, which is Becky. Becky Macon and uh, yeah. her traveling. So MEI Mouse. Becky, if you're listening to this, yeah. thank they you. are going to be our major sponsor. Advent Health is coming in, who's the official health provider of Walt Disney World Resort. We need a sponsor. We need a sponsor. We need a sponsor. I don't know who we can get. I don't know. <laughs> the Greater Orlando Zoo. <laughs> Put us by the bears. <laughs> we'll find the bears. Um, that's awesome, man. Seriously, I, it's all coming together. Get your tickets now. Uh, VIP packages. Yep. Oh, yeah. Please get your VIP packages uh, for either Expo or the uh, After Hours party. That'll be on Saturday night, which is going to be a, a throwback party. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have a full menu of food, so it's not going to be like the snacks or whatever. It's actually going to be food that you can go there. You can eat dinner. Uh, there'll be a cash bar. There'll be dancing, partying. We're going to... Uh, Jason is actually in charge of helping us get the... He's got a friend who's a DJ, who's kind of a big name DJ, who oh. is DJing that party. Um, but we'll see. It's all it's all coming together. Kevin, all, Kevin the Bear. Kevin the Bear could be the DJ. Which, no, he's he's not a DJ. I just want him to be there. Yeah, I want to see him scratch. I'm going to be. He's going to have his own little artist booth. So he's going to have his, his children's book by then. 
He will have a children's book and he'll be yeah. signing it. And then we got to get right. the cage built so we can keep him yeah. safe because I don't want Kevin to lose it and eat people if he did me less. All right, Scott. This will do it for another episode of the live podcast show. If you would like to, please leave a comment, subscribe, hit the heart button. Uh, you can find Scott, of course, at the Main Street Mouse House of Mouse Expo Lost Princess Apparel on Instagram at the Main Street Avenger. Uh, you can get me at the Fanatics blog uh, everywhere. That's, I have everywhere. one thing. I am everywhere. Um, yeah, give the Facebook a thumbs up. And where can they care. get our podcast at? Podbean. Uh, Podbean, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Uh, Amazon. Uh, everywhere but Apple. We can add it to Apple. We can. We have to I add it. To I was going to say, I got the license. Oh, well, then there you go. It'll be on Apple It'll be sometime. Apple soon. Yep. Excellent. We'll work on that. Scott, as always, my friend, you get to close this out. Thank you all. We'll see you real soon. End of line.